always on time. Uh, and then, of course, we always have a little bit of business to handle right before we get started, right? Absolutely, absolutely. That's what it's all about. It's about locking arms and going places together in the spirit of business and the spirit of love. Uh, today, first of all, I want to welcome you guys to the Opportunity Knocks Call. It's a beautiful, glorious uh, Thursday. Uh, we've had an awesome week with my business partner, uh, Bill Ebert, downloading on all you good people. And uh, as I was saying before the recording started, Bill is off on a Life Mastery event. I believe today's a travel day for him, so he's not chiming in. Uh, but that's fine because I've got plenty to download on you, and I hope that uh, before this talk is over, you guys are going to get something that you can uh, that can nourish you, something that you can kind of marinate on, something you can go on uh, this week uh, in in business. Um, you know, a lot of my life, I went through life. I was rejected by my parents, and so I went through life with the heart of an orphan. And it's an interesting thing when uh, there's two kinds of people that suffer rejection, right? People who suffer rejection typically say. Uh, the first type type of personality is a person that says, well, love uh, equates to pain. So I'm going to keep my hand up and I'm not going to let anyone close. You know, uh, and the second kind of personality, the second kind of person that gets rejected says, I'm going to make you love me. I'm going to show you how wrong you are. I'm going to be so excellent that I'm going to, you know, show you how worthy of love I am. And that's kind of how I was wired. Uh, coming up, uh, I became a musician. Uh, I picked up the guitar when I was 14, and I said, man, I want, I want to learn. I'm, I'm going to be the best guitar player on planet Earth. I'm going to be Eddie Van Halen. I was 14 years old. I said, I'm going to be Eddie Van Halen. By the time I was 16, I was playing Eruption note for note. And I just spent hours and hours and hours practicing. But I think that all of it, you know, touring and, and all the stuff that I did in music, all the exploits I had, it was all based on the wrong motivation. Uh, it was all based on, on this feeling that I had to prove to the world my worthiness. I had to prove to people that I was good enough, that I was lovable, that I had talent, and I needed validation. I had such a broken image of myself coming up uh, as a person who was rejected by his parents that I needed people to validate me. I needed people to give me a pat on the back and say, Tom, you're awesome. Tom, you're an awesome musician. Tom, you're awesome this, you're awesome that. And without it, uh, you know, I, life felt empty because I was so broken on the inside. And so um, the other thing that I did is I made a lot of decisions based out of fear and not passion. So my whole motivation to succeed was based on things that I feared might happen, not based on things that I wanted to happen. I call it the difference between being do-minded and don't-minded. So many people wake up with a don't-minded mindset. They wake up and, and everything that they're doing is because of the things that they don't want to happen. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, there's you should have a healthy dose of that, right? Like, you, you know that if you don't go to work, that you're not going to make money. And then if you don't have money, you're not going to be able to pay the bills. So you, you're don't minded in that respect where you're saying, well, I don't want the, these things to happen. But what what uh, the point of this talk is that I want to see you guys be driven by your passion not your fear. You want to be driven by your vision and your passion, not by fear of what if. I call it the naywats when you start getting into, well, what if I'm not, not able to get enough money? This, like, uh, say you got a bill in, in two weeks and you say, well, what if I'm not able to get enough money to pay it? 
then the phone's going to get shut off. And what happens if the phone gets shut off? Well, then, then you know, my business is going to suffer because I'm not going to be able to pick up the phone and make calls, and I'm going to have to get creative, and I'm going to have to do this and do that. And what happens is you start naywanting yourself into paralysis. You actually, you know, you, you get on this negative slant, and you can, look, you can naywat all day. I mean, if, if we want to start naywatting, right, I could say, well, what if I go to the mall today and a serial killer sees me and follows me home, and, and, and as I'm getting out of my car, he, he chops me into pieces? I mean, you can just get insane with naywatting, right? I mean, and it's all fear-based. It's it's all, uh, you know, uh, this inner dialogue that happens in the space between your ears. And so uh, the greatest entrepreneurs on planet Earth are the ones that are inspired by vision, and nobody can talk them out of their dreams. And ultimately, what what causes you to go forward when pursuing your dreams Number one reason is your number one is your belief that you can attain them. What I love about dreams is dreams are unrealistic. Dreams, by their very nature, are they wouldn't be dreams if they if they were realistic. You don't dream of, about uh, getting in your car and driving ten miles down the road to go to the park to lie on a bench, but you might dream of moving to the Dominican Republic and building a house on the water, right? And the reason why it's a dream is it's, it's going to be a challenge to attain. Uh, what, what I've learned in my, in my own life is uh, can't is just a belief. Nothing is impossible as long as you have air in your lungs, breath in your lungs, and as long as you have the right attitude. And so, you know, being uh, driven by your passion, being driven by your vision is paramount to your success in any endeavor, in business, in life, and in, 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 you know, chasing your dreams, attaining your dreams, you've got to be passion-driven. You've got to be driven by what you do want to happen. You've got to be do-minded. These are the things I do want to happen. And then you, you, you brood over those things. You brood over your passions. You brood over the things that inspire you. You brood over the things that make you smile and give you inner joy and give you peace. And, and maybe it's not always about you, right? Maybe the thing that you desire more than anything is to uh, uh, buy your wife a car or is to, uh, you know, have enough income that your wife can quit her job or is to uh, have enough income that you can have uh, a college fund for your children. Or maybe it's philanthropic. Maybe your dream is that you want to build uh, wells in India or you want to build orphanages in India or you want, you know, it doesn't always have to be based on you. Sometimes the greatest satisfaction is when, you're dreaming so big. And this is the other thing that I want to say, just, just on a little bunny trail. When you tie a worthy cause, when you get philanthropic and you say, I'm going to help this cause over here, whatever, the, whatever it is, it could be a charity, it could be an outreach, it could be, um, you know, digging wells in Africa, whatever the thing is. When you say, if I make X amount of dollars, I will give this much of a portion of that money over there. I want to challenge you to do that. Tie some philanthropic activity to your business building and see if God doesn't meet you. Because God, does, he's not a respecter of people. <laughs> you know, if, if we all had to be perfect before God could use us, nothing would get done. God doesn't waste anything. And I've actually done this in my business. I manifested $80,000 uh, in three months 
Uh, well, I'll tell you this story. This is just a quick story, another bunny trail, but hopefully it will inspire you. There was a time when I was upside down on child support. I have a daughter in Washington. And I had gotten six months behind on the payments, and they actually, I got pulled over for having a light out. They threw me in jail because uh, being six months in arrears, you're considered a felon. You're considered a criminal. In the eyes of the state, you have stolen from the state. So they put me in county jail. And I and they said you you've got to come up with all of this money. Uh, I owed uh, thirty thousand dollars at the time. They said if you don't pay this thing off, you're gonna you're gonna rot in jail. And of course we had to get an attorney and all those things. And you know we we paid ten percent of what I owed plus attorney fees and court fees. And I got out of jail. And I said, man, I'm never gonna be dumb enough to be in jail again. And after that season, I started really focusing on not just on paying my child support, uh, you know, on time, making the payments, but I started saying, I want to pay off this chunk. And for a long time, I didn't feel I could do it. I never felt that I was ever going to be able to make $30,000 to give to child support enforcement services. It just wasn't a belief that I had until I got into network marketing. Fast forward about another four years. Um, my passport came uh, time to renew, and I had a consulting opportunity in Germany. And I went to renew my passport, and they said, you can't renew your passport because you owe uh, child support, and basically we don't want you leaving the country because we're afraid if you leave, you'll never pay us. So essentially the state said, we own you. You're a slave to us now until you pay us. And when that happened, I got really upset, and I said, man, I'm going to pay that child support off at any cost. I said, I am going to make whatever sacrifice must be made. If I've got to eat top ramen noodles every day for three years, I'm paying it off. That's it. I'm tired of feeling overwhelmed by it, and I'm going to pay it off. Do you know that once I made that decision in my heart that $30,000, actually at the time it became $34,000, once I made that decision, that 34000 was not too big an amount to pay, that it was well within my capability, that the problem was not bigger than me. I was bigger than the problem, and it was going to happen at any cost. I kid you not, from the day I made that decision, five weeks later, a client gave me $40,000. And I'm going to be honest with you, this client basically beat me over the head with the money. It's like I kept telling him I wasn't interested in his project. I got a $40,000 wire transfer. I went down to uh, the 45-minute the, the drive to the state uh, place where the jail is. I met my, uh, my, the officer that handled my case, and I gave her a cashier's check for $34,000. And she said, I've been working here seven years. I have never seen one father pay off their arrears in full the whole time I worked here. And I'm just, I hope that inspires you. It's kind of a negative story talking about child support, but I hope that inspires you because once I was able to pay that off, then I was able to renew my license. I was able to go and travel abroad. I went to the Bahamas. I went to Canada a couple times. But it wasn't until I made the decision, it all, look, it all happens in the space between your ears. Whatever you believe, that's what you're going to get. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're 100% right. And when I made the decision, and I was, you know, here's the thing, you've got to be passionate about the choice. I was so passionate 
about changing my thoughts because I missed that, that consulting opportunity. I had a great opportunity to fly to Germany and uh, do intellectual property and build a marketing system and all these things with a, with a major company, and I couldn't go. And, you know, even though we can telecommute in this day and age, they just really wanted me there. They wanted me there working day in and day out, launching something big. And they went on to become a $500 million company in five years. And I missed that opportunity because the state uh, kept me down. But I could have been out from under that a whole lot earlier had I just changed my stinking thinking. Again, ladies and gentlemen, can't just just a belief. So I manifested that $40,000 in five weeks, and before three months was over, I pulled in $80,000 with that client. And that client was all too happy to pay me. And I won't lie, I don't think I gave them $10,000 worth of work. And it wasn't that I tried to rip them off. They just were flowing in such abundance that they were just throwing money at me. It was, just, it was like um, it came out of left field. It wasn't on my radar. It wasn't something that I worked to reel in. As a matter of fact, the guy called me. I didn't call him. So you've got to realize that you are a dynamo. You're a dynamo. You get what you speak. And when you get passionate and you get so heart-connected to your dreams and that your motivation is that you want to see that bright, shiny future, your motivation isn't, isn't the adult-minded motivation. Well, I don't want this to happen. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't want this to happen. Your motivation is you focus on the things that you want and then you walk the walk. Now, some of us have deservability issues. We literally have worthiness and deservability issues. We literally don't feel like we deserve to be happy. We don't feel like we deserve success. We feel like the guy getting on the stage, collecting the big check, that's for somebody else. That's not me. And it's that self-image and the, and the negative talk, the negative self-talk and the stinking thinking that keeps us from moving forward. And so we've got to do the work. I said God is not a respecter of people. If you do the work, you get the reward. But you're not going to do the work if you don't believe that you deserve it, are you? You're not going to take actions if you believe, A, you can't attain the thing, or B, that you don't deserve the thing. So you've got to get all of those unworthiness issues out of the equation. You know, I do mirror work sometimes. I won't lie. I'll get in front of the mirror after I get out of the shower, you say when I'm shaving, staring at myself in the mirror, and I'll say, I forgive you, Tom, and I love you just the way you are. And I'll say it ten times. And when I say it, I'll say it like I'm talking to a person, not like I'm talking to myself. I'll look in the eyes of myself, but I'll, I'll say it like I really mean that I love this person. If you're struggling with worthiness or deservability issues, if you feel like you're not good enough, if you feel like you, you don't deserve success, if you feel like you'll never attain your dreams, you've got to do that personal work. Whether you think you can, whether you think you can't, you're 100% right. Your inner dialogue is, is everything. This is why we do these calls. We do these calls to keep you guys in the state of flow. I did a whole talk on staying in the state of flow. You know, uh, your mind is playing a CD. Some people have a negative loop, right? There's a negative loop running through every dialogue all day long. There's just negativity just like uh, filtering 
through their spirit. And they're experiencing that loop. But you can change the, the program. You can change the CD. You can change the dialogue in your head. You tap into the things that inspire you. You listen to people that inspire you. You listen to music that inspires you. You do things that inspire you. You've got to work so intensely on having balance in your life and doing the things that bring you to your ultimate happiness, that make you a better you. You know, it's always a series of small decisions. You know, if you try to change stuff in your life too, too drastically or too dramatically, you won't be able to maintain the changes. It's when you make these little micro tweaks. Uh, my lady was here for three months, and she is a, a fitness chick. I've been in fitness her whole life since she was 17. She's 41 now, and she wants to start uh, her own company, Body Prime Living. And she is desirous to teach people uh, how to, you know, eat better and, and you know, just kind of like a life coach in, in, the, in the fitness sector, a little bit more than just exercise, but uh, not quite a life coach either. Anyway. She sees me creating content every single day, and I keep telling her, you know, you've got to just start making content. Don't, don't, don't struggle with whether you think your content's good. Don't think about whether you don't think you have something to share. Just wake up and start writing content, and she just wasn't doing it, and she was afraid, and one of the things, she, uh, one of the things that kept her from taking action is she didn't believe she had a voice. She didn't believe she had anything of value to share, and I said, you know, Danny, you've been in fitness, you know, what, 23 years or something? Of course you have something to share. Of course you have deep insights. Of course you have life lessons. Of course you have something to share with humanity. And I just kept building her up every day and, and encouraging, not, not condemning her, just encouraging her, just giving her nudges. So finally, this was the first micro-tweak that she did because she always plays on the iPad and she never opens up her MacBook. So finally, she took the MacBook out of the suitcase and she put it on the desk and she plugged it in. That was a micro-tweak. It took no time, and then she walked by that MacBook Pro every day for another couple of weeks. But the MacBook Pro was out, was kind of calling her. And finally, she just got tired of seeing it and said, you know, I, I took that out a couple of weeks ago. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to write. And she finally sat down, and she started to write. And it wasn't easy. She, you know, she got a tension headache because uh, she wants to write something of value. She wants to put content out that's good. But the micro-tweak was getting the laptop out. The second, second micro-tweak was finally sitting in front of it. It's always baby steps. The journey of a thousand steps, uh, forgive me, the, the journey of a thousand steps begins with the first ones. You've got to take the baby steps. And you won't take the baby steps if you don't believe that you deserve success, and you won't take the baby steps if you don't believe that your dream is attainable. You know, I, say, I always say one of my favorite quotes, Successful people will do things now that average people won't so they can do things later that average people can't. You look at any successful person and it's just been a series of decisions that they've made that were different from the masses. And nobody who, who even if it seems like somebody gets success overnight, it's never the case. Anyone who looks like they got success overnight worked at it for years. They went through the changes. They did the personal development. They grew. They learned. They fell on their face. They got up. They fell on their face. They got up. You know that Chinese proverb, right? Fall down six times, get up seven. That's what we all do. Somebody said a month ago, somebody said, Tom, you're such a genius. 
I said, man, you know, the truth is I'm, I'm a high average IQ. I am definitely not a genius. But the difference between me and so many other people, and by the way, I'm a high school dropout, but the difference between me and so many other people is I just keep showing up. I just keep showing up. And, you know, I'm not a quitter. I do not quit. I am driven by my passions. I'm not driven by fear. I'm driven by love. I do this call for love. This training call, yeah, I, I make it free for anyone who knows me. You don't even have to be connected to me in business. As a matter of fact, there are people that get on this call every day that aren't actively involved in business with me. They're working something else. And I'm giving them tidbits and nuggets. Hopefully, me and Bill are giving them t- tidbits and nuggets to help them do that, to help them grow their business. And so this is something that I'm putting out into the ether, into the world, to serve humanity in some small way. It's not a big, big deal, uh, this thing that we're doing. But we're hoping that we enhance uh, the quality of some people's lives. We're hoping that we inspire some people. And I know when you put good out, you get good back. And God usually rewards you ten times more than what you give. And I've learned in my life from the story of, of the child support story alone that God is capable of blessing me so, so much further than I deserve and so much even bigger than I would expect. That's just who he is. And so I hope you guys are encouraged. I I want you guys to wake up and be driven by your passion. I want you to wake up and be driven by love and passion and excitement and joy and be a do-minded person. If you're struggling with fear, you've got to deal with it when it hits. Don't get into the naywats. I've learned that you can always change the loop in your head. You can always change the CD. If you start struggling with negative thoughts or feelings of doubt, Deal with them right when they hit. And every time they hit, stop it, drop everything and deal with them. You don't want to be going through your day with that, with that tension in, in your chest, with those, with those butterflies, uh, the, those negative butterflies, you know, that like, oh, I hope this doesn't happen. I hope that doesn't happen. It, it's a horrible way to live. You want to be driven by your, your passions, and you need to get to that place where you believe that you can attain your dreams. I don't care how big your vision is. You know, you look at someone like Walt Disney, you look at someone like Richard, look at Richard Branson's career. I mean, look at the diversity of Richard Branson's career. Who would have thought that some kid that, that didn't go to college started uh, selling records by mail order when everybody said, you can't sell records uh, in the mail, they're too big. And then he started a record company, and now he's got a space company. What? How do you go from selling mail order to having a space company? You you get there by dreaming big, believing that you can attain your dreams, and being do-minded. You're you're motivated by the things that you do want to see happen. I hope this this talk has blessed you guys. Um, I rambled a little bit. I got on some money trails, but I, I hope that uh, when you hang up today, you're feeling inspired. That's all I've got for you. It's 23 minutes. I'm going to go interactive. Another one's in the bag. Come on out and say goodbye as you're signing off. Here's roll call. Thanks, uh, Mike from Maryland. Appreciate you, buddy. You too, man. See you tomorrow. Thanks, Tom. That was an awesome call. Gave him from Florida out. All right, buddy. God bless. God bless you too, man. Thanks, thanks, Tom. Lori from San Francisco. I love the paradigm shift to to be driven by my goals and my dreams. Amen. Glad to have you with us, Lori. See you tomorrow. Take care. Hey, Tom. I'm inspired. This is Stan of Arizona. Boy, that was really good this morning. Loved it. Well, keep keeping that state of inspiration, buddy, and good things will, will come. 
It was. Speak and it shall be. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyone else? All right, folks, this is Tom Selly saying live well, love well, God bless, and we'll see you tomorrow. I'm dropping the call. The conference is now completed. Goodbye. Welcome to the conference.